Lady Ballers. Welcome back. We're Soccer Props. And it's game time. And we're rolling. We're live. We're live and we're back doing another episode. What are we talking about today? Getting your cord uncaught from <laughs> your chair. <laughs> we have like the longest mic cords in here. We sure do. That's a brag right <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bragging. Your cord's the longest <laughs> and the fastest. <laughs> All right, we're talking about injuries today, right? We sure are. We have a Just jumping guest. right into it. You didn't even ask how I was. Um, how are you doing? Shannon ran I'm a marathon fine. this past weekend. Yeah. How are those legs feeling? I have Seriously. Huge balls on my hamstrings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was hoping she would finish that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> but I had a really nice masseuse named Janelle really go at them. So <laughs> shout oh out to God. you, Janelle. I don't know if you listen. <laughs> Highly doubt it. <laughs> I Do your calves get sore? Oh, yeah. That's what Look is wrecked for me when I go too far. It's like ankles and calves. Yeah. I uh, really I felt imagine. for you guys because the weather was god awful all across the East Coast. Like yeah. every person that ran was running in a freaking <laughs> river. It just and reminds you how hard soccer was. Like when you'd pl- like, yeah, playing in the rain is fun, but when it's like windy, yeah, it's, it's awful. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> also, I never really liked it that much to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> well, a light drizzle. I feel like, like I was supposed <laughs> to like it. Yeah. So yeah. everyone else loves it. Why don't I love playing in the rain? No, there's levels because like I think the light drizzle is nice because it cools you off. Yeah. And and you can play the ball and it will actually like you know you can get past a goalkeeper pretty easily when you oh can you another brag (laughs) i two two minutes two brags i also scored (laughs) zero goals my senior (laughs) all right but anyway then there's the hard like horizontal rain that just pelts your eyeballs yeah Yeah, you can't even see because it's coming directly (laughs) at you what is oh hail that's the tough one you still play that hurts you still play wild but I also, um, this past weekend, had, like, the worst um, braid, like, the wet braid. I haven't had, like, a wet braid oh my in God. so long. I was in the shower. I wanted to get, like, that, like, L'Oreal detangler because yeah. I couldn't <laughs> believe. I'm like, this is it. This is stuck like this. Like, it's I had dread. dread. You yeah. seriously, you either... You, you either think about cutting your hair off. Yeah, or I did. Or what? You take hours to do Hours. It? So much. Like, it's And scary. then the shower is filling, and I'm like, oh, because all of my hair is in the drain. I just lost half of the hairs uh, on my head. I have a question. Do you stop and fix your hair during a marathon? Because I literally no. don't think I could no. do it without stopping several times to fix my hair. I, I, no, I did not, because it was... It so was not in the there. one braid, and also would it matter I had if you fixed it because it would just fall out? Yeah, it. It was yeah. Yeah. guys, <laughs> I peed. I stopped to pee once. Wow, because it was so raining, so I just you? pissed my pants. There you go. I didn't stop. Honestly? No one will ever know, except right now after I told everyone. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> but what's you know what's the point? Did you ever pee yourself at like during a soccer game? I feel like people on our team definitely did that. Uh, uh yeah, yeah. Stark did running the mile. No, like, I mean so in the rain. Like, did they just pee during the game? Because they're like. Like when it was torrential downpouring, I definitely didn't practice. I don't know, because like if you're wearing white, you probably will see it. No, I was but hydrated, man. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> Do you There's ever take my brag right yeah. there? <laughs> Do you ever take your ponytail out, but your Squeeze hair stays it. exactly oh. where it was without it in there <laughs> yeah. holding? Yep. <laughs> oh God, my hair would do that right now if I did. Oh my goodness. Well, it has anyway. nothing to do with injuries. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Oh, and the U.S. has—they ha- have a new coach. Oh yes, I know, who can pronounce crazy. his name? I was just gonna say I'm not even gonna attempt it. Car- 
Let's see. He, you know what's funny? I don't recognize him from anything. Well, like, he you, wasn't he the coach of the rain? Or yeah. No? But I just don't recognize him. Like, like you really when I saw him, it really was a culture shock to me. But think about it. Did you would you recognize Pia before no. she was a US coach? Well, we were also like what, like thirteen. Okay, like or, or Jill Ellis, okay. you know? Bought, like, His name is Latko Andovnovsky. Very good. Yeah, the players seem to really like and respect him, which is cool. Like the, they were putting quotes from yeah, each player, sucking up about him right <laughs> now. Yeah, <laughs> but they they say he's really invested in like letting them become the best player that they can be, which is really cool. Instead of like trying to like steer them to become his best player, he lets yeah. them actually like fulfill. I love that, and he's also walking into success. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two God. back to back. Better not champs. mess it up. So yeah, he was the coach of FC Kansas for four seasons and in the last two seasons for the NWSL he was the coach of the rain hence why all the pics of him and um Rapino are everywhere, yeah. everywhere yeah. right you know what's cool for the rain players they have more of a chance of getting pulled or out. less of a chance that's <laughs> true, <laughs> true. That's but true. once again soccer is very political so yeah. it's not really that's I wonder how right? much of a say he has anyway I think he has a pretty good say. Those I two guys. I feel like an or the organization picks who gets to come to the open. This should be a things. reality show. Yeah, it I would should. love to see it. Guys, I'm sorry, I'm distracted. Maybe they'll have an HBO special on it. You know how they follow each NFL team? That would be yeah. really cool. Like hard knocks. We should pitch that. We should yeah. pitch that. That would be cool. I actually love the hockey one that they did. I forget what it was called. Uh, 24 or something. It's something. I don't know. Where, yeah, they follow the teams and they, you get to learn about their families and you just like fall in love with the players and the team. <gasps> I Are you in love? I'm Billy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant, guys. I'm sorry. I'm distracted because I keep looking over at the office and those two guys wearing yeah, the same outfit. And they're looking at you. just made such <laughs> eye contact with them. Did you see that? They're Direct. wearing the same plaid. I just sure. looked into wow. his soul and then looked away and then looked I'm back so into his soul again. He can definitely hear me. Yeah, well, yeah for right. sure. Still. Well, I mean, I can't even judge because we all end up wearing the same thing. <laughs> not today. <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> well, you've uh -oh. yet to talk about injuries. Should we delve into I'm it? Sorry. All right, guys. Name your your worst. Name your top injury. favorite injury. <laughs> <laughs> I love every single injury I've ever had. Name the worst injury you've ever had playing soccer. For sure, herniating that disc in my back. That was the life T tell ruiner. The, tell the the fans who. What tell, tell, the fans. <laughs> tell the fans. Tell the fans. Tell your fans. Well, I was playing soccer, but I wasn't actually playing soccer when I, we were broad jumping on. A basketball court oh, for about an hour. Your oh wait, this was during Shout soccer. Out. What during soccer? Yeah, during the off season, we were up on the basketball court, and I'm not even kidding. We did broad jumps across this floor for 40 minutes, and I didn't hurt. Were at we the on moment. the team? Um, I feel like we did no, something like that. No, because we I don't know if you guys were because we definitely were not allowed to do it again because I wasn't the only one that got hurt. Well, I just you know got hurt when the you worst. hear a story so much you think you were there? Yes. Yeah. I feel like you've told Especially us this. Especially with you so guys. So that's why I remember you like being in someone's car and you or you couldn't drive yeah. yourself or something. But, but I don't Anna, think I, I actually was there. walk into the locker room when you couldn't stand up. Oh, so then you this yeah. was something you were part of. But wasn't that your shin splints? No, no, my back. back. I literally oh, went. Oh, so maybe we were there then. Oh or maybe did, you, did it happen multiple times? No, well, this was a one-time one time deal. But it didn't happen at the practice. I went home, and the next day, I Ooh. guess all of that impact. I wasn't the only. A lot of people's backs hurt, but my disc actually went out. And That's I, insane. I'm not even kidding. You crawled on my hands and knees down the steps oh my in my God. house. I got in my car, which I don't recommend anyone ever doing. You yeah. called the and ambulance. I, I drove so crooked. I was like seated sideways with my toe on the gas oh and I drove to the rec goodness. center and I got in the locker room and I <laughs> literally fell in the hallway and I was like somebody helping Chris Hageman p 
pick me up like a small child and yeah. put me in a training room. Chris. So yeah. It was so scary Chris. though. Like that back injuries. I had just never no experienced joke. that before. And I literally, so what did they do for it? Um, I had Rest. to go on a ton of muscle relaxers and like that retractions like where they like elongate you, I guess. So the disc can go back in, but like so I couldn't get my legs to work. That? No, it was all physical therapy based. And if it, that didn't work, I would have had surgery. But um, luckily, it, it yeah, worked. Thank but God. oh, I know. I was like, my le- I can't get my legs to walk me. I forget how long were you out oh for? God, six soccer. months. Oh that's my crazy. God. That's yeah. So I don't think we were there. I don't know. I remember. I remember. I was so scared for her time. because she couldn't stand up. Yeah, and Courtney Riley was there. Yeah, who would be I one more year above? So I feel like you guys were there, but I don't know. I was out for a long time. That's but crazy. it was definitely during our off season. Oh, so summer. Yeah. yeah so that yeah. makes sense. Oh my gosh, I can't. Good times. Good yeah. times. Yeah, so what about you guys? So what did so what did oh. you do to prevent that? Just not do that. I guess that's a well, unique injury, right? And then I yeah, that was an injury as a result of not working out very smartly. Right. Mm. Our workout of the day wasn't the greatest decision for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, I was. R- it took me probably a few years to actually come back like confidently, like. Mm-hmm. I refused to back squat. I refused to push weight over my head because I was so scared I was going to do it again. Every time I moved yeah, weird, I was like... What it, uh, that was a question I wanted to bring up. Like, how do you face the fear of an injury oh after? God. Yeah, it's I, such a good question. And mm-hmm. I still don't know if my fear was, like, justified or not. Like, mm-hmm. if I should have been babying myself or not. I think I definitely mentally babied myself for way longer than I had to. Yeah. yeah. Did you? It's Again, it's like a fine line of being a baby and not babying yeah. enough. You yeah. know, like, how do you, like... Because I was like, God forbid yeah. I do this to myself again. The same way with, like, an ACL tear kind of thing. God yeah. forbid you're like, if I step wrong and I have to yep. do this all over again. So for, oh, God, forever, I would not... Yeah. I love to back squat. Like, I love heavy weights and all that. I did not for so long. Yeah. yeah. But maybe that was smart. Yeah, it was. Pr- it was probably for the better. And now, like, yeah. I can especially as like a college soccer player, you know, how yeah. much do you really have to back squat? Probably yeah. like, not. That totally much. have no fear of it now. Yeah, yeah. that's well, great. Just took me a long you time. You bring up <laughs> such a good point because if you are really scared to go in, you probably will get hurt because yeah. you're you're timid. You're not. Yes, like, you're tensed yeah. up. Yeah, and it's like you really have like to a find that fine balance. It's like I'm being a baby, or I'm really not ready yet. We, well, you were right. Weren't you nervous after your ACL? So. I tore my ACL my junior year of high school, and I took my time to come back. I wasn't really rushing to come back because I actually committed, and I was like, oh. I felt comfortable. You were one of the lucky yeah, ones. You yeah, were. I, well, I got, this is what happened. I tore my ACL, and then Jim saw me and was like, come to campus. I, I want to show you around. And I didn't You're tell like him that my ACL <laughs> was torn. I was limping, and he said, what happened? And I said, I hurt my knee. Oh, and, and he goes, I d- do you know what it is? And I said, I don't know. I had the <gasps> elevator everywhere. I couldn't move. And then I left, com- Are you committed, <laughs> and then I told him I tore my I'm <laughs> surprised he didn't hold that against you. He, no, you know what's funny? He was like, I had a feeling because he couldn't walk. And I honestly, I just got so lucky because <laughs> if I didn't, I am dead. impressed with your balls. Yeah, I, my mom, I, you know me. She I'm was like, like such a scaredy cat. Don't you fucking yeah. She goes, don't you say a word because you'll lose the stuff. Wow. Like, I, I can't. So anyway, I took my time, and which wild. I was happy I did. But I also r- remember going in, and I was like, am I ready? Am I ready? And they gave me the brace to play in. Yeah, um, you just showed me a picture of that. That's yeah, the robo it's like you're con like, brace. Robo, <laughs> r- robot woman or whatever, because <laughs> you feel like a robot. You have it from like your. We ankle were saying all like that. They really don't even use those anymore so much. They don't. But no, but it's the t- it's the depends on your doctor. Yeah, I see. People I see knee replacement. People yeah. have it. I've yeah. just but, uh, but mine, I was like no brace at all. Yeah. Well, that's it crazy. also made me feel comfortable mentally, and, and then I wore yeah. it for like a month and. 
probably too long, but I wore it <laughs> for a month and then I was like, okay, I don't fucking yeah. need this. Did that thing? I don't You're the this. literal worst. Did that scrape your, <laughs> <laughs> did that like scrape up your leg wearing that? Um, no, but I used to get like rashes. Oh my God. I would imagine I would yeah. clip my own knees oh together on yeah. that thing. People, Forget people it. People didn't want to play against me because it would hurt them. Yeah. Oh, that's I remember like having that when people broke their arms. I don't know if you're allowed to have Wait, a hard cast. That's kind of You're not. Ridiculous. So you have to, yeah. I had to, oh, I broke my wrist yeah, with my soccer and they he bubble wrapped it. Yeah. That makes <laughs> sense. But <laughs> it's still like a weapon. But oh, I remember people for like, sure. like it just depended on the ref. Like now the the rules are more clear, but I used to like hate playing against people with those. Yeah. They could hit you in the head yeah <laughs> knock you right out it's actually not even a joke yeah you guys you guys had concussions right yes i've had several concussions. yeah how many have you had i've had five medical concussions oh my god that i'm probably had way more undiagnosed undiagnosed that's scary which is really scary but what did, so what happened <laughs> like, what was, like how, how did you get hit for some of them like well one of them head. when i was playing high school basketball that was probably the worst one. Oh, i hit my head the against court? the court and yeah. it bounced oh and i blacked out and my. then i projectile vomited so that's def- you don't but even you know need to what? go to the doctor to know that that's but even then like i remember i was out a week and all my teammates were so mad at me because i was sitting on the sideline and they're like she's fine you know and it's like guys you're do like you not this remember? is my brain like, is me- but it gets to you so like i understand people have concussions because it's not an injury that you can see Mm-hmm. You feel that way, and maybe some of your teammates feel that way. Like she should be out here, mm-hmm. you know. Like, but it's one of the, like the most like dangerous, dangerous, yeah, yeah injuries you can have. And it's, it's your so brain. It's your brain, and it's so um, common in female like female soccer players mm-hmm. have yeah. it. I I was just reading a study. I think they were saying how they did like a study of people who had concussions, and then they gave them testing, mm-hmm. and they said that like a lot of them tested poorly on attention test yeah. oh for sure um but they did the same on like education and stuff it wasn't that but it was more like add stuff oh, which I'd i thought was interesting 100 believe yeah. that but remember we used to, like i remember once when i had one in college i had to take those do tests you remember the concussion protocol it was oh. so ridiculous it was really hard the test was rid- <laughs> first off it was hard <laughs> unconcussed Guys, I, yes. fa- I probably failed it and i, I never had a concussion. if anyone has ever <laughs> taken the concussion <laughs> protocol they have you take it before like when you're a healthy player and then god forbid you get one during the season they'll have you take it to kind of test if you're back to where you were before. But this thing was like a lot of focusing, even when you're perfectly healthy. Like harder than the SATs. Oh, my God. And it was so long. It was like 45 minutes long. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. Yeah, then you're just like failing on purpose so you can finish, right? You're just like, Scantron, (laughs) everything is safe. When the boxes move around the screen, I'm like, I'm just going to throw up right now. I can't look at this. But I feel like until um, until that concussion movie, I'm trying to Google what it was. Do you remember the NFL yes. concussion movie? That that made I think a that huge like opened up a lot of people's eyes. It was literally called concussion. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but I feel like it opened a lot of people's eyes to like what it really does because it's based on true stories of players and it's really sad and scary like what happens to people who have in the long term. Like when yeah. you're done thinking about them because they don't play soccer anymore, how yep. it's actually affecting their it's lives. Really sad. Even if you think about yeah. when we were kids, like we were allowed to head the ball a million times as young growing yeah. up children no regardless yeah. of how developed our brains were and now yeah. at that age mo- like a, a lot of the girls are trying i'll be like are you allowed to do headers and they they say no they're not allowed yet oh, yeah what's the age you can start i don't know i want to say it's like in the 12-ish area yeah, yeah. i mean i mean that brandy when we brandy were playing with brandy she didn't want any of the kids we were playing with yeah the ball. what is her thing called we should give it a shout out remember we'll put it in the description but um yeah i know i know that brandy has donated her 
brain to science. science. Michelle yeah. Akers has. A lot of athletes have done that, which is great, but it's still going to take a long time yeah. to find out any answers. Yeah. And I'm pro- it's probably not going to be good answers, right? Like, we're it's probably going to make things worse for a lot of sports. Yeah. God. A lot of athletes, even across a lot of sports, have donated their yeah. brains. So I'm oh. very curious. But unfortunately, like, it's really hard to play soccer without your head, right? I wonder how many concussions yeah. Abby has had. Probably she was like the head, oh, like yeah. the best header, you know, yeah. since Michelle Aiken. Like, she was amazing with her head. Carly Lloyd, she uses her head so yeah. much. Um, I just looked it up. Brandy, so she started a campaign called No Header, No Brainer. Oh, okay. that's what it was. And it, it eliminates heading for kids under 14. Yeah. Okay. Which 14. is actually pretty old. I would have thought it was like at least maybe 12. Yeah. Or well, your brain's still growing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, probably for a while after. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know any science. We don't know guys. anything. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's a good guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, so would you say ACL your, was your worst? Um, for me? Yeah. Yeah, definitely because the the rehab, the six month long rehab was and being out of the game, like I truly. But you know what was co- was what was cool for me? I feel like I was depressed for maybe a week, but then I re- realized how much I love soccer and how badly I wanted to get back, and That's it kind of awesome. just like fueled my yeah. recovery. And you had a scholarship waiting for you, so yeah. that was kind of nice too. Yeah, like it's I, true. I mean, I That's really like a good motivation, it, but it's also as stress took, sure. took off a lot of stress. Now, do you know uh, how many girls get their scholarships taken away because they do things like tear their ACLs? That's why I'm. Yeah. That's great. Cra- that's such a cool yeah. story. I don't know how I never knew that about you either. Well, I wasn't really. Yeah, talking about it. It's <laughs> out of the vault now. You can't put Pandora in back in the box. I know, right? but yeah, sorry, Jim. Yeah, and would you but say it, it was out. the same for you too? No, because I was after college. That's so true. it didn't. That's true. Take you know, as like much. it didn't affect my soccer career. Well, now because <laughs> I want to go professional. Well, <laughs> well, Shannon, you had some. Well, no, I think that was probably the most nagging because I never had like a Your nagging arches. injury. Like I know so many people had to get their ankles taped all the time. Yeah, yeah. I never had like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when my arches like that whole like I mean still they suck. Why don't you explain Tell that to everyone? Yes. Plantar fasciitis, like when you have a lacrosse ball in your arch. And it just flares up so much. It makes, like, every step you take so painful. And I had to get cortisone shots, like, every five months. And I remember that's so wearing those dumb crazy. socks during preseason yeah. that would tie your foot back. And I looked, yeah. so, I looked like an elf running down the hall, <laughs> going to the bathroom in the middle of the night. But that's stu- – it's actually more common than you'd think. And then like you a lot needed of surgery. Cause, yeah, well, because the one ripped in our um, – and the when g- we were in the game. playoffs, yeah. my left arch ripped. Oh my god! So my foot was it looked like muscle was just hanging on the bottom of my foot. I'm sorry. So then this I was is really gruesome. So uneven. <laughs> when I would stand. <laughs> it was like a two inch difference. So then they had to cut the other one. I remember watching him tape you in the training room because I think we literally spent our lives in that training room. Yeah. But he would like tape around your toe and like yank it, to- oh pull your gosh. toe up and tape it. I was like. That looks like the most uncomfortable. Yeah. Listen, I don't know how that tape job. Wha- I don't know. Soccer tape. players are freaking tough. I like, know, how man. are we doing this to ourselves, <laughs> and then managing to tr- try and play yeah. well? But I mean, nagging injury-wise, you just have to take care of it as much as you can, right? Doing all the right things, yeah, so yeah. that you don't get you don't have have one, a yeah. worse injury, right? We spoke about this la- last episode, I think, but we really are harping on the fact that you guys need to rest. Like, if you have an injury like that, like. Doing more is not going to make it better. Yeah, God, we get so <laughs> scared of missing a practice or missing a week of practices. Yeah. And then and if I could go back and just literally let myself miss a week of practice so I didn't have to miss Isn't that months. Crazy? Yeah. I, w- I used to, like, literally my brain couldn't, no, I could same. not allow myself to miss one. 
Like, how dumb is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Stupid. it's not entirely <laughs> our fault. Like, I feel like we a were, A lot like of it's our fault. <laughs> but I feel like, like, I don't know, maybe it's the way we all perceived the stress. The of competitive environment. Competitive yeah. Environment. Yeah, because yeah, like you're like, if I'm out a week, someone else yeah. is going to take my spot, yeah. you know? Exactly. But oh probably not going to happen. Instead, yeah. you're going to be out the whole season, you know? Yeah, yeah, you'd rather take a week off rather than, three, like, three months Yeah, off. absolutely. So and then it's the other side of, like not babying it too much like what mm-hmm. th- how do you know but just like everything we say you have to know yourself and your body right yeah yeah it's tough and if you're yeah. ever like questioning just go get an x-ray and an yes. mri because do it, it right away do it right like great don't results is that you get negative results exactly. and you have nothing's wrong and then you're like all right i know that i'm babying it a little bit too hard but yeah. if yep. you wait and wait and wait then they then they MRI you and well, you're a disaster. Yeah. I remember in high school when I tore my ACL, my trainer said that I can go back in in the second half and my knee was the size of my head. Oh my so God. I was like, I'm going to go to the doctor <laughs> and crazy. get a freaking MRI. Like, it's crazy. I do think that some, you guys need to understand the difference between a coach just like yeah. trying to push you and somebody who is just uneducated. Well, I went to yeah. a doctor yeah. and he told me I didn't tear yeah. my ACL. So and, then a week, and then a week later, I was like, no, I'm going to need that MRI. So and then smart. the MRI tech's not supposed to tell you anything. And she's like, do you have crutches? And I'm like, so you just told me. Yeah, <laughs> you basically just told me. Thanks. See, but yeah, wait, that's is, a good point. You but yeah, always get a get a, I think you should always get a second opinion, yeah. like, no matter what. Because yeah. you don't want just, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's well, hard. Well, think about it. Doctors are humans. You make mistakes. Yeah. And some people overlook things and they don't realize it. And sometimes yeah. doctors go back and they relook at the results and then they see it differently. True. So just understand that. Like, yeah. if no one's perfect, it, w- it can happen, but be smart about it. Yeah. And I mean, luckily, a lot of us have health insurance, especially when we're in high school and college, which is really nice. You Use know? your parents' health insurance until <laughs> yeah. you possibly can. It won't last. Until you're 26. It won't last forever. 26. Sure. Sh- my language. 27. 27. You're right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <sighs> Health insurance. What a beautiful thing when you have it. And Seriously. What an awful thing when you don't. That's for another day. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So we're going to call. <laughs> Speaking of injuries, um, we're going to call our friend Jordan. Um, she was the creator of the ACL Club. Um, her story is really actually incredible. Yeah. So she, I mean, w- we'll ask her, you know, to give us like the, the lowdown on how mm-hmm. she got started with it. But Jordan played at um, Santa Clara University and then she was in the NWSL. She played on the Breakers, the Spirit, and the Flash. And now she's oh, a wow. commentator and an, anal- an al- analyst. An analyst. Oof. An analyst. An analyst. An analyst. For the NWSL, the MLS, and US soccer. I mean, wow. we saw her when we were at the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, she was working for U.S. Women's National Team, which was so cool. Yeah. So she also was following them around France, which was pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, she's a baller. She has this amazing company that helps bring people together who have this injury that is way too common in soccer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So Can't wait to talk to her. Shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Let's dance. Let's phone her on it. How hey. are you? Good, how are you? We're good. This is our first yeah. time doing this. Uh, oh, like sweet. Recording with okay. a guest. I know. I wish I lived in New York and could come hang with you guys like everybody else that gets to come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so jealous of those things. Next time you're in town. Okay, I will make that happen for sure. Where Where are you located again? I am in Denver, which it's snowing a lot right now. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Oh yeah, gosh. they got a lot of snow. You guys, yeah, it's not cool. <laughs> Well, do you do you ski and stuff or or no? 
What'd you say? You go skiing or any hiking or anything? I did. I did growing up. And then one soccer and like I played basketball and soccer and then it was just too much. And then I got injured and now I'm like, ooh, I'd never want to get injured again. So that's out of the cards. Yeah. I actually know how you feel because I, when I got injured, my, I mean, our coaches would never let us go skiing or do anything crazy like that. So like I never got the experience. Yeah. (laughs) Now when we ski, we stink. Now we're awful. Yeah. And so I just think like, I mean, I could do it and I hope like eventually if my kids want to do it, like I could probably ski with them, but I just, in the time being, I'm like, it's just not worth it. I don't really want to yeah, push being, myself. You're yeah. being smart. You should just snowshoe. That's what Shan, yeah. Shan and I, I did. We I did. love snowshoeing. There you go. So yeah. get, so you're going to go snowshoeing today? Yeah, I'm going to probably just sit inside. <laughs> to be real. That sounds nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you warmed up, Shannon, from your, your I'm run? It looked like it was kind of snowing there. It, it felt like it was snowing. It was gross out. I'm really glad it's over. <laughs> what a mental, I mean, as if that's not hard enough, but to add that to it, like, yeah, I, was, I probably would have been like, uh, I'm good. I know. The fact I was, that you did it, really kudos to you. I was just kind of like laughing about how funny it was, how terrible. So I think that helps. <laughs> but, um... So thanks for um, chatting with us today. Yeah, I'm excited. So we were kind. We were just giving a background, um, just a little bit about you. But we want to know how did you start the club? Um, I started it when, gosh, I was like, it was between my last two years of playing, and I was I had just gotten traded to Buffalo, and I was like working on my own at this this. um, I was juggling at this field by my house and I just knew that like soccer was kind of nearing its end and I also knew that like there was something something there right something there with ACL club that I could figure out but I didn't know what it was and I was juggling and it just kind of like hit me it was like just create a like so it was it's funny that it came to me in those moments of that we've all had right like those were our moments to like escape and and be in our own little world and so I started like that's when the the concept came to fruition and then that summer when I was in Buffalo and um living there and playing for the Western New York Flash I like built the website and very minimalistic and bought some t-shirts and like got uh Becky Edwards and Kristen Hamilton and like all these people that I knew um at least on my team to like take some photos and yeah, it just kind of went from there. It's kind of like how we started. Like it just popped yeah. up into your head just because it was something that other you you and your teammates had in common, right? And a way to kind exactly. of make a community of it. So, had you yeah. had you to- you tore your ACL prior to that? Yeah, so I had I had already at that point tore my ACL 3 times okay. and the the name, you know, calling it the ACL club, it came to me because the time I tore my ACL the first time I was sitting on my couch in college and one of my teammates, uh, Tina Estrada, who's now uh, one of the assistant coaches at San Jose State University, she came over and she had already torn her ACL twice at that point, one on each knee. And she came over to me like that afternoon and was chatting with me just about like what I was feeling and just sitting there with me. And I was kind of telling her where my knee hurt and like how it hurt in the back and um, the swelling and this and that. And she was like, and I hadn't gotten MRI yet. I, you know, but when you, when you do it, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, you just know. And she just said, well, kid, welcome to the club. And I was like, 
furious. I remember just like feeling my blood boil and being like, I don't want to be in this club. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, But then, yeah, I just understood after going through that rehab, like it really is like every single person on my team that had gone through it, like they would come and see me in the training room and like give me a thumbs up when I was doing my workout by myself or, um, you know, give me a hug in moments that were like, celebratory for the team and it was hard for me like they just understood and that's kind of what I wanted to pass on yeah I know I mean for me and Carly when we tore our ACLs you do sort of feel alone and even though other people have gone through it like it's nice to have a community of everyone who's had it happen also kind of just to give you tips and support and everything because it is it's physical but it's a lot of mental too right Mm -hmm. yeah one of the things I think too is like we have been taught so much as athletes that like we have to push through things like oh just push through the pain or rub some dirt on it and keep playing or like (laughs) oh if it hurts and you can still play then like still play so we've created this like reaction in our brain where we're always we're always pushing and pushing and pushing and Mm -hmm. when when you can't push in a injury like this because it really is up and down and you sometimes can't dictate when the next like down is coming or when the next high is coming. And it's really hard to sit in those moments and be like, this sucks. And like, I just want to cry and be okay with like not feeling like you're moving forward, but like letting those emotions out and expressing your emotions is actually a way to move yourself forward. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. 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 So I just, I'm very curious because first of all, three ACLs, I mean, I can't even imagine. I tore my ACL once, and I it was the hardest six months of my life. So, like, how did you get through it? How did you get through every single time? Like, you know? Yeah. No, I I often think that myself, Carly. I'm like, how did how did I do that? How did I? I don't know. Like, honestly, like I know now. Like, I am a, I believe in God, and I feel like God had a plan for me, and like and like that the plan of me tearing my ACL in different ways has only set me up to then be empathetic to help people um, hopefully never go through what I go through. Right. So like, um, I just, I felt like there were moments where I was down, like really Mm -hmm. down. Like after my last ACL, I was, I tore my ACL the first game of my second season and I was with the national team and it was a world cup year and I had just scored a goal, the first goal of WPS for that season, you know, like riding high Mm -hmm. and I tear my ACL and everything in that moment is swept out from underneath me. And then you just walk off the field or get carried off the field and the game goes on. Like everything just keeps moving. And that was really hard for me because my life is falling apart. I'm in the locker room just like, mm-hmm. wow, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And that, that recovery was, was definitely the hardest. Like, I remember having thoughts of, like, what, what is this worth? Like, if I'm not a soccer player, who am I? Mm-hmm. Like, deep, deep things that, like, were really hard. And, um, you know, I think I got through it because of my faith. I think I got through it because I built a team around me of people who – uh, believed in me as a human, not just believed in me as a soccer player and athlete, but like understood that I had the ability and the strength within to get through it. And that's like one of my biggest tips for people is like, choose your team, right? Mm-hmm. Choose those people that are around you. And if they don't understand, well, like part of, 
part of what it is is like you have to help them understand and bring them into it because the people that love you want to be want to help right but they all also don't know how to help so if you can bring them into it and um, just kind of educate them as you're going just that team around you really helps so um, yeah I think it was definitely those those things that helped me get, get through yeah, I think it's so important to have a support system during those times because yeah. you can only do so much on your own, but having the people who love you around you, like knowing what you're going through and helping you get through it, it's so important. Yeah, and just like what you were, you guys were saying, how you talk to each other about what was going on in your in your recovery. Mm-hmm. I would have people that I would talk like, hey, this is my knee's feeling like this, like that normal or like oh I got my leg to go around the bike once like can you celebrate with me like just pulling people in like honestly right pulling people in and letting them be a part of it because people want to celebrate with you they want to help you through hard times it's just um we need we need each other we need people and and um I think that's one of the the things that the ACL club has brought is just a place for people to feel like they're understood love that yeah so can you actually talk more about the acl club like what do you offer those who have gone through those injuries is it like a forum or is it like you know you sell t-shirts yeah so kind of all those things we have a facebook group where um everybody you can join the facebook group and it's a closed group so it's only people that have gone through acl injuries and you can talk to each other about whatever it is you want to talk about right like whatever you're struggling with or celebrating so um it's just a safe space for to have that forum type um atmosphere uh our instagram like like you guys not quite not quite as powerful as you guys but our instagram is definitely a place where right like these where we can all connect and one of the things i'm sure you guys feel that have this with soccer girl problems is uh people will reach out and then connect with each other. Mm-hmm. And so I really want our social to be just that, like a place where you can come and be social and comment and see that somebody else is maybe um, at the same stage as you and connect with them and then um, build your own little mini ACL club off of that and support each other through the process. So um, that's what we offer socially. And then uh, our website has a lot of different things. Um, we have everything from gear, like you, you mentioned, just t-shirts, we have refocus bands, which help keep your brain in a place where um, you're constantly trying to stay positive and focus on the growth in the process. Um, and then, so the gear is like to help you feel pride, like the pride of like, I'm going to get through this. I have people backing me um, and to feel that support of the club throughout everything. And then um, my baby and the thing that like I've always envisioned the ACL club of having is this recovery course so Shannon you said it right away right this is mental like physically as athletes we're like give us the exercises tell us how much we can do we want to do more physically like we're ready to push 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 but mentally there's so many uh, barricades and blocks in this process that I don't think people know how to navigate so I've created uh, this six-month recovery course which um, it's really cool because it's all online. And so it's always going to be growing and evolving. And, um, I'm going to have more people, more sports psychologists and more sports performance people continuing to add content to it. But right now it's about six months and it helps you with those things. It has mindfulness training with Stuart Singer, who is a great sports psychologist, actually work, works with, um, the Washington mystics who just won the NBA or WNBA championship. Um, so he has about 14 sessions in this 
recovery course. I have uh, various other sports psychologists and things that can help you through, like why journaling is important, um, special videos from different athletes just saying, like, I know what it's like to be at this four-week point. I know what it's like to be at this eight-week point and just them mm -hmm. encouraging you as you go on. So, um, yeah, that's my baby, and that's the thing that I am so proud of because I know be. that, that, yeah, that's what needs to – that's what we need to have, right? Is that mental recovery. So, yeah. um, I love well, that. thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's been, um, just, it, it's been so rewarding to see people go through it and find what works for them. Like everything in there is not going to work for you. Right. I get that. That is totally fine. But if you connect with like Stuart Singer, reach out to him, connect with him, have him help you through the process. Like that's what it, it's really all about. And, um, it's a, a pretty good price point that like, if you had 14 sessions with Stu Singer by itself, you're not paying $89, right? You're yeah, paying, yeah. A lot. <laughs> paying a lot more. <laughs> yeah, it's getting you all this content at a really reasonable price in order for you, for us to feel like we're serving you in a way that we know is so necessary in this recovery. Yeah. I have a question. Is it just for ACL or can anyone with any kind of injury um, like have a positive outcome from taking this? Yeah, it's pretty um, – you know, I think anybody could have, and that's the ultimate goal, right? For all of this, for, um, can I create a little bit of a pathway to, to injury recovery that then I can with ACL, since that's what I know that then can like, then go to whatever injury is people are dealing mm -hmm. with. Um, cause it really is the same mental roadblocks. There might be some wording in there that is ACL specific, but it doesn't mean that you can't do it and mm -hmm. relate it to what's going on with yeah, still has the benefits of, of doing it yes. for anyone. That's great. Yes. Yeah, I, when you mentioned the um, the shirts, I remember when I did mine, you sent me a T-shirt, and I loved wearing it when I would go to PT, and like my physical therapist loved it. And it was cool just because when I was walking in the street, clearly something was wrong. <laughs> and when I had the shirt on, people would be like, ah, oh, you got this. Oh, and like, gosh. But, yeah. it, but it was nice. And I love um, looking at your Instagram and just seeing like, like the little moments of – like how you had mentioned, like pedaling once around the bike, like to yeah. someone who has, isn't going through that, that might not mean something, but if you're going through it or you have, like that's such a big moment. So I think you can feel it still, right? Like yep. the, the feeling of like your knee about to just like your skin about to rip and yep. you're like, I, I'm going to do it this time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, oh, but yep. it's so true. It's so good to, to celebrate those small wins because that is what is going to get you through the entire recovery. Like, yeah. It's, I mean, you're not going to go from like A to Z in overnight. Yeah. Like there's so many ups and downs and it's just so crucial to do that. So that's, exactly. I think it's incredible what you're doing to support this community because I mean, unfortunately the stats prove that women's soccer players are so prone to, yeah. AC, to injury in general, but to ACL injuries. Right. I forgot the stat. Right. I don't know, Jordan, I don't know if you know any stats, um, recent stats, but I think um, ACL injuries are like what? Both the some, most yeah. common or yeah I think it's the most common that requires surgery mm -hmm. yeah yeah so you know ankle sprains are probably still the most common yeah. injury but um ankle sprains like you don't always have to get a reconstruction and um I think that what's difficult about this is it's it's a long journey right like even an ankle injury can be three months um but you add really I I, there are so many things in that, right? Like I think ACL recovery should 
especially for younger athletes, should be minimum nine month recovery. Minimum. Yeah. Because the reduce the the risk of re injuring that ligament when you get past eight, nine, ten months, every month it gets less and less and less. So um, I believe right now it's like women have a six six times there's six times more likely to tear their ACL than men. Wow. That's so crazy. it's like, I it's, think it's, yeah, it's crazy. So like, um, I mean, if you had two men's teams, there would be one guy on the men or two a men's team and a women's team. There'd be one guy on the men's team, six on the women's that's team. Crazy. I think it's because of our hips, right? I think I read there. Somewhere. Yeah. There's so many things, hip, like your hip knee alignment, there's mm-hmm. hamstring strength, inefficiency to quad strength. Uh, there's hormones, there are so many different things. And um, I think it's hard to like pinpoint exactly what it is. But I think that they're the one big thing that is helpful is some kind of risk reduction program. And that's one of the big things I'm working on in this like off season for me is like, implementing these risk reduction programs that we know work, but there's for some reason not being used. And so I remember in high school having my uncle who's a physical therapist telling me, uh, he gave me like a list of exercises to do to like help stabilize my knees. And I just thought like, this isn't going to happen to me. I'm not going to do this. And I think so many players, even though we know how common it is still think like, Oh, it's not, it's not me. It's not going to happen, but it's so important to have to do that before. Right. Yeah, for sure. It's a great mindset though. Right. Like we don't want to take that mindset away from, right. But if we can change that mindset from like, it's not going to happen to me to like, if I do this risk reduction program, I'm actually going to get stronger. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get stronger. If I get stronger, I'm going to get faster. If I get faster and more agile, I'm going to be a better soccer player. I'm going to be on the field longer. So like turn it into a positive instead of trying to um, prevent a negative because I'm, I'm very much in the boat. Like we play sports, like we're not going to prevent injuries. That is not preventable. Mm -hmm. We can reduce the risk of injuries. Absolutely. Let's reduce the risk. Let's do everything we can. But like there are things that are out of our control. And so, um, I'm not going to tell you right now, like I can help you prevent your ACL from getting torn, but I can't tell you, you can do things that at least you have the peace of mind saying like, Oh, I, I did what I could. And yeah. like, some things are out of my control, but at least I did my part. Yeah. yeah I definitely. think it's crucial to just be proactive and not so reactive. Yeah. And I think that's what exactly. the issue is. Like everyone, you know, you don't know what you have until it's gone. You don't, you, mm-hmm. you react to your injury and then you have to deal with it. But instead, why don't yeah. we take an extra 10 be minutes about to it. be proactive mm-hmm. and do a dynamic warm up and a cool down and yeah. all of that yeah. good stuff. And I don't want people to join the ACL club. Like that's not my goal in this. Like, But I, with that reality of like, I can't prevent injuries, right? We just know that this is going to happen. And Mm -hmm. do I want it to happen half as much as it is right now? A hundred percent. And I think that that is something that we can work towards. But I also know that there's going to still be people that do everything right or still be people who tear their ACLs. And I need to make sure that they have people that understand where they're, they're coming from and they feel supported when they're recovering. Absolutely. What other, do you have any other tips for reducing the risk? Uh, it's, it's just really like uh, treating your body like it's your tool, right? So if you go to a test, like say you're taking a test in school or even going to class at school, like if you don't do your homework, like you're not preparing yourself for... I didn't do my homework. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Right? You're just not preparing yourself for the class. Yeah. So I think like treating it as if like, and a lot of players these days, like there's opportunities to play as a professional, which is amazing. 
So you have to treat your body like it is going to be something that is helping you achieve that goal that you want. So there has to be, um, you know, I think it's an education piece for players, for parents, for coaches, and for clubs to say, okay, we understand that um, if we do this three times a week for 15 minutes, it takes away from training. We get that. But we also get that if we do that, we're going to keep five players maybe from getting injuries throughout their career and they're going to be on the field and there are going to be options for us to play and our team is going to be better because of that. So we need to not only do the parents and the coaches and the clubs need to protect the players and teach them how to empower, like empower themselves and take care of their bodies. But the players have to say like, I'm doing this for me because I want to be the best I can because um so i think it's it's a shift in the mindset right like ugh, mm-hmm. warm up it's not ugh, warm up anymore it's like okay i'm prepping my body to be the best it can be yeah, yeah. I, I love it it's definitely something yeah. that i wish i did more of because yeah. i did because yeah. when my team would take an extra 15 minutes to do the dynamic warm-up together i would always be like i just want to play i just want to yeah. play like you just want to rush exactly. into it oh we all it's, do right yeah but like it's focusing it's it's that same focus and like when you're doing the world you have to be focused right mm-hmm. because landing technique if you're doing like jumping and landing and learning new things there or um activation on your glutes and hamstrings like you have to make sure and learn that you're you're activating the right muscles so when you do start stop when you do jump and land that you're using your muscles properly in order to uh catch yourself when you're landing or um cut correctly because you don't like you guys could probably attest to this we don't learn about those muscles until we get injured and then we're like oh that's my glute med because it's on fire from doing all these like yeah uh these uh glute bridges or uh, band exercises and um so teaching them just like what your muscles do it's it really is it's like education and just empowering these players to say like this is your your body like it's your it's your career it's your life like let's choose to do this together and uh, create an environment where like we're really tapping into everything we can do to be better yeah definitely i remember when we uh when we spoke i think my thing was um i was overworking like my body i was just going from running to the gym to playing soccer and i think that's something that a lot of young female athletes do is just they're doing too much and they think they have to do that in order to you know be successful but it's more about knowing your body and and treating right because you only do get one right so yeah when you guys called me when you guys asked me to do this i i wrote some things down that i want to talk about that was one of the things is just listening to your body um your gut and your intuition is there for a reason and if you're there's a difference between between being tired and being exhausted and you have to give yourself the space and the time to like be able to sit in those feelings and be like, okay, this is what it feels like to be tired. And I know I can go to training and I know I can do this, but like, if I feel exhausted and worn down, like I have to have the strength and like, this is a big culture thing, right? Like mm-hmm. I have to be able to say like, I actually can't train today. Yeah. Like, I need a day off. Yep. Which is so hard for some people. <laughs> Most <laughs> so of us. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. But I think that's if if we can give, you know, a couple takeaways to everyone who's listening, like I think that hopefully we can prevent or, you know, lower the risk for a handful of people, right? So Yeah. We did our absolutely. job today. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so yes, much thanks. for speaking with us. 
Oh my gosh, thank you guys so much. This is a major soccer girl problem. We're doing our part to reduce it. Yeah, yes. and, I, and I hope any of our followers that have had ACL injuries will go to your Facebook yes. group because the Facebook groups are amazing and people yeah. will ask questions that they would be afraid to ask to a bunch of people, but they'll feel comfortable asking them because yeah. they know people have been through the same stuff. So, yep. mm-hmm. so guys, exactly. yeah, if they're part of the club, check you guys out. If they're not <laughs> and they want to lower their risk, also check you out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys so much, and thanks for having uh, me on. I just love what you guys are about, and, uh, yeah, happy to chat with you. Awesome. Thank you, Jordan. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks so much, Jordan. I really appreciate it. Great. Yeah, that was awesome. She's, like, so smart, and, like, you can tell her heart's really into what she does. Right? She's She's been there three times. Seriously, it is amazing, though, how God or the universe, whoever you believe in, things happen for a reason. And I think she was meant to do this. She was meant to bring these people together and create a community where you guys can feel safe and and ask for advice and help, which is hard for some people. So I think this is it's amazing. Great job, Jordan. Where was she when when I tore my ACL? I don't know. She was around when I did. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I saw. I wish I knew. Um, But, yeah, I thought that was great. So I think that's it for now. So, yeah, just treat your bodies like temples, right? Yeah. Be proactive. That was one of the key takeaways. Yep. Put in the time to do your warm-ups and cool-downs and strengthening exercises. Yep. And if you don't know where to start, again, Jordan has all the resources. That's and true. we we will come out with um, some blogs and stuff, too. Yeah, we, we also guys. have um, an ACL prevention um, course on our website, and we have bands. So easy easy way to you know re- reduce your risk right yeah mm-hmm. and like you can bring those mini bands ev- anywhere i do i had some in our, my desk yeah remember when i used to stand up and do those <laughs> like when i was really trying to not let my knee get hurt i just would stand at my desk and do like it's, it's so funny but and also it's just so easy like they're so little just throw them in your bag yep. whip them out before whip get them to, out get to practice 10 minutes early and just yeah. whip them out <laughs> my eye um <laughs> and what else that's all we have right the acl injury prevention videos the mini bands and that's it yep all that's right it. guys well we hope if you're in the club hi and if you're not don't join <laughs> the door is not open for you yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right lady ballers thanks for listening bye bye, bye.